pleased to welcome welcome to the, to the entrepreneurial nonprofit podcast. My name is Ken Thiessen, and I'm going to be your host on today's podcast. Into a coaching role working with nonprofits. Nancy, tell us a bit about your background as a CEO in the world of nonprofits. Sure. Hey, Ken. So I worked um, 34 years in the nonprofit industry, actually all with the same organization and spent the last 27 years as the CEO. So um, had a wonderful experience helping a nonprofit grow when I first started. It served eight individuals. And when I left this summer, it was serving about 1,300 individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Wow, that's quite a quite a growth. So while you were a CEO, your organization contracted a Gravitas coach colleague of mine, Mike Myra from Dallas, Texas, to lead your organization through a planning process. Uh, tell our audience what led you to engage Mike to work with your organization and what were some of the benefits you realized by engaging an external coach to help you and your senior leadership team? So yeah, what I did is actually a colleague, somebody that I was working with had mentioned about a leadership summit and this whole process, the four decisions based upon the Rockefeller habits. So I attended a leadership summit in St. Louis and actually heard an amazing woman get up on stage who um, had a, started a homeless shelter and had one Nancy homeless shelter. Nancy has extensive experience as a CEO she, in the world of nonprofits um, and has now transitioned into a coaching a role working with nonprofits. And, um, Nancy, tell us a bit about your background as a CEO in the world of nonprofits. Um, homeless shelter. Sure. Hey, Ken. So I worked um, and she 34 did years in the nonprofit industry, actually, all with the those homes same organization and spent the last 27 years as CEO. Her goals. Um, so had a wonderful I was experience really impressed helping a nonprofit grow when I first um, started. I was really interested in the one And when I left this summer, it was serving about so 1,300 individuals with intellectual with and developmental senior leadership team. And wow, we that's quite a, quite a growth. The process and, you so know, while you were a CEO, your organization contracted a Gravitas coach colleague of mine, Mike Myra from Dallas, Texas, to lead your organization through a planning process. Tell our audience what led you to engage Mike to work with your organization and what were some of the benefits you realized by engaging an external coach to help you and your senior leadership team? For nonprofits, so, yeah, which what is I really important to us. Actually, other nonprofit um, clients. So he, we really worked with a Gravitas coach to and, work um, with our team. Her organization so from started and one, then she came in um, homeless um, shelter home for families. Some of the, um, and she did a big very audacious goal to have 10 of those homes so nice in 10 years. Um, somebody that she was speaking with us in year seven has already met her goal. feedback. So I was really um, mind performance with all of that and what was going on um, in the organization. I was really interested in the one-page so, strategic felt, um, plan. The, my so after leaving that conference, I sat down with my senior leadership team and we talked about it was 
the process and you know what the benefits we were and look through the materials and we actually so we interviewed the three gravitas coaches the two day strategic planning Mike Morrow, we actually primarily um, for a couple of reasons one changed he was um, involved in adapting all of really the Methodology. So yeah, and then he also had an experience working with the nonprofit here in San Diego and had several other nonprofit clients. So he really felt he was the best gravitas to work with our team. So that's how we got started. And then he came in. And I think one of the things that we do that really differentiates us from most other processes. For uh, nonprofits, so nice is that we are able um, to somebody take it from to idea talk to implementation. With, to bounce ideas off, yes, to absolutely. get feedback and on um, really my performance and what was going on so in that the organization, the key leadership of the organization. So, and I felt is um, looking at this, my team felt the same way as we started to move a monthly basis and in a lot of cases model. on so a weekly it basis. Was and you really begin to operationalize so we worked with plan, Mike for especially when you have so we the, went through the whole process um, you know every annual initiative the two days quarterly priorities we actually um, that you're um, looking at each updated week and um, changed our values as that part of that process and came up with some really well, and everybody on your senior leadership team knows what their really accountabilities are and they're held the, um, accountable to measurable to outcomes too, right? Which is another strategic indicator. Yeah. A lot of times career, it's really airy-fairy really in terms of, okay, who owns this and who's going to make sure that it happens? But with the model that Mike and I like use, it's, uh, it's uh, very we, clear in terms know, of spend a lot of time, several months, focus groups, hearing from constituents, would put together yep. this length and I think for 20, us, 30, the accountability piece strategic plan was the part that, that some of the leadership teams with. And when and I saw was really clear who was accountable um, for what approach in the one page strategic people plan, so I was really excited about realizing that, that you know, yeah, I think one of the things that we do that really differentiates us from most other strategic planning processes for nonprofits is that we are able to take it from idea to implementation. Yeah, and, and yes, that kind of absolutely. approach that uh, underperformers are, you really uh, are exposed implement quickly, the strategic plan <laughs> yes, so that exactly the key leadership in the organization nervous. is looking yeah. at their strategic plan. So given how long plan, you've been in the world of nonprofits, you know that basis, most nonprofits and in a lot of cases on a weekly basis, bring, bring in and you like really begin to operationalize the strategic plan. Where did you find the money to bring Mike in? And would you say it was a good investment Annual initiatives and then quarterly priorities. So um, that you're looking um, we at really each found week. the money in um, that a, an amazing process in our industry, which our was um, our well, ways and everybody of on your senior leadership team knows what their the accountabilities are and they're held accountable and, for measurable um, outcomes. So we too, didn't right? really which have any control over those theater. rates and reimbursement. A lot of times it's really airy fairy in terms of okay, we worked really hard to get them increased. to make sure that it happens. But the model that Mike and I use, it's very clear in terms of who owns each priority, what are the measurable 
is really the like way to be able to manage your financial process. position as a nonprofit. Yeah. So we, and I think for us, the really, accountability um, piece goals was the grow, part that but, some um, of the leadership team struggled with. Lots of issues, is, and we realized and that it was we really had a lot clear of those who was issues. accountable for what. And so and by working with people Mike weren't so excited about realizing that you know their feet were going to kind of be so really to the fire. So sustainable growth and doing that in a more over way. time saw the so benefits we found that the we could afford it financially because yeah. it was yeah and it, and is that kind of a process uh, underperformers in a much are, more sustainable uh, way that um <laughs> yes, everybody in exactly. the organization felt they good are. about makes them and nervous you were strategic yeah. in terms so of given how, how long you've been in the world right? of about, you know uh, that most okay, well, nonprofits we wouldn't think that they could afford bring, to bring in someone like right. mike and we um we had multiple geographic locations where did you find the money to bring so mike in and would you say it was a good investment in your organization's financial resources initiatives and goals as it related so, to growth we really found the money in that also we understood in our industry which was our rates of and their regional directors are funded by the state of California. Managers. So yeah, it was, um, so we didn't really have any control over those rates and reimbursement. That was much more is clear and Even though we worked really hard to get them increased. So we just, really you know, worked really hard with not much investment in our money. So because it we realized as an organization that growing a much more effective was really because a way to be able to manage your financial position as a nonprofit. So we had some really strong in that, to grow. You know, there were other problems but, um, in the with organization and comes so we lots of issues and we realized that we had a lot of the, those issues and this process and really so by that. working with Mike and so it was possible to address some of the challenges the and grow at the same process, time simultaneously um, we really yes. could see and um, there was this much more growth and doing that in a more effective way managers so we and regional directors really could afford it financially because it was going to allow us to grow particularly to grow in a much more sustainable way um, that we had lots um, of everybody in the clients, organization felt good about the problem was and um, you were strategic in terms of how you were going to grow too, right staff. it wasn't just about so uh, okay well we want to get really bigger it was uh, growth work on that right and we area, um, we had multiple geographic locations and so well, and getting each the right location the then set up its own specific really, really initiatives and, and goals as it related to growth and what made right sense away, in their right? region. So it also exactly. really well, brought the accountability down to each of the and so yeah, you have to have the right and their regional the directors and you and have to be able to program managers to hold them accountable, but also be clear about what the expectations were. And this process really did all clear and concise. So as you grew, you found that your revenue grew. As well? That it was an excellent yes. investment in so our, our money because it continued helped us to grow, grow, but um, grow in a much we more effective way. To, because the other thing I think it really did is it talk about the whole organization. This understand process, what was going on, what our goals and priorities that, were. You know, there were so other with problems the within the organization, so we needed we to address all those staff meetings as well as to do them in each of our geographic locations. But we and so it was possible to address some of the challenges and, and grow at the same time really simultaneously. And reinforce yes. our new values. And there was much we more support for big, very audacious because 
managers, everybody and regional in the organization really knew what the annual we were addressing for the some of their work. Other issues, particularly in the organization, recruitment was really um, we had lots and of referrals for new and clients. And that was the, the other real key the problem was in um, recruiting and retaining that was in quality staff. Counties and so this process really helped us focus and align match of this area really helped us and allowed us to continue to grow. So what was your big well, and getting the right people on the team is, so our you know, big know, is really, really important. And if you don't have the right people on the team, it'll just stifle clients. your growth right away, right? Exactly. Well, it definitely That's interferes with growth. And it's pretty and big. So yeah, you have to have the right people on the and for those team. Of you and you have to be able yeah, to, for those who may be listening to the podcast, hold them accountable, but also be clear about what the expectations were. And this process really did all of that. And, so uh, as you, you know, grew, you found that your revenue grew as well. well. Why shouldn't nonprofits yes. have a big so our revenue continued to, to grow and make even, um, do, do and even more we were good able in the world, right? To, the other thing I think lives. it really did is it helped exactly. the whole organization and that's really what we were able to understand what was going on, what our goals and priorities were. with the individuals so with we served and really celebrations we had in recruiting meetings, participants in each of our geographic locations, but we would get everybody together and it was a time to be able to really you know, emphasize and reinforce our new values. Clients. We talked about our big here and audacious goal. But they also understood and everybody in the organization knew what the annual priorities for the year were. And they saw the need in the organization was so, um, really it was really aligned being able to and that was other the other real key factor for us as the entire organization, organization that we had over 350 employees across the state so of california it was nice to have the this process and really alignment of this process um, really helped us become more effective so did you have so what was your big transition as you went through this process with so our big hairy audacious um, goal was to be able to serve um, transition leadership team not mm. too much but some i think people recognize that they were going to be pretty big and um, and, and for like, those of you who are listening, yeah, for those who may be listening to the podcast, and you're not familiar with the big area of Asia's goal. So we did have Collins a couple of people, uh, good but not great. a lot. And, um, and, uh, um, where we you know, really we apply it in the world of nonprofits um, as well. Why shouldn't nonprofits have a big, hairy, audacious goal to scale up their impact and make even do, do even more good in the world, right? So and much impact more lives. And exactly, and that's really what we were able to communicate with our direct lines who worked with the individuals we served, and really, the biggest impact of recruiting new participants was when they were providing quality services and were fully engaged. That's how we received, you know, got referrals for new at the job, not because of the money, be but because board, they care about the cause, but, they also but also understood the that was because, you, you know, the, uh, for them the more people we serve, the larger the basis. impact, and they saw the need exactly. on a day-to-day -day yes, basis. That is the challenge. So, um, and we, it was really, um, really about being able to effectively communicate throughout the entire organization, and we had over 350 employees. like in the Silicon Valley, it was nice to have this process really help us um where you know all the tech companies are and where so they're did you have much staff transition as you went through this process salaries we had some very um, specific recruiting staff, techniques um, transition um, on the leadership team um, primarily much, for individuals some, i think people who, you know have been financially successful in the tech world 
and then um, we were and looking like you for said, a way to give back. that were we fearful of that instances uh, where that was a really successful so we did recruitment have a couple technique. Of but um, not that, a lot. Uh, those individuals um, where we really that wanted, were caring uh, and wanted to now give back. Staff people just uh, in the so that was of quality you know, direct line of the staff. Unique and interesting strategies that so came much out to live in California. Hmm. And our rates so, of reimbursement um, it hard and wages were just an ongoing and continue to be an ongoing problem. Um, no, not really. I mean, a, I was fortunate. I had a very supportive board. We talked about it. How do you get good people? They had a chance, of course. The people to meet you're going to hire, they can Mike, all go out and get a but, job um, in the private sector. One, and get because way more we money. were such a large and, uh, organization, so people who are um, the, at the board job, not really because of the money, but because the they care about the cause, but also bring the skill um, set that these you types need of decisions, uh, for them to execute they were very supportive of the basis. process. And exactly. understood yes, that um, is the challenge. And we really worked on finding some unique. Kind so, of, um, you know, areas to, to do sure some recruitment, nonprofits. A lot of nonprofits particularly like in the Silicon Valley kind of a, up in Santa Clara and San Jose, um, where, you know, all the tech companies say, are and where they're paying people crazy amounts of money for salaries. We had some very specific recruiting techniques, recruiting primarily for individuals who, you know, had been financially successful in the tech World discussion and then we're looking for a way to give back. We had several instances um, where that CFO, was a really successful recruitment where the people um, who that, were, uh, uh, those really individuals that wanted were caring and wanted to now give back. Oh, uh, we could probably so was, implement this you know, on our one own. Unique and interesting strategies that came out of this whole process. For um, a coach, we asked. So, um, you know, was it hard to get your board on side to go with the process? Is that if we were going to um, implement no, it on not our really. own? I mean, I was fortunate. I had a very supportive board. We talked about it. They had a chance, um, of course, to we meet and talk really with Mike. Sure if we understood but, um, all of the one, strategies. because we were such so a large when organization, really came down to it, um, we realized the board that really we weren't going to be able the senior to leadership um, make these types of decisions, but they the were very supportive of the process and, um, and the understood what, we were doing. Um, what and the so benefits We did have be, quite a bit of discussion so they were and very debate, supportive. But Finally, I think so, everyone uh, on the team realized it was I'm worth sure the investment in money. I'm sure you've seen this in your time with nonprofits. A lot of nonprofits would try to do this kind of a, a, a process internally um, to save money. Way. Uh, a lot of and times so you'd have somebody on the board meet with say, Mike well, then. you know, I know how to do this and I so can lead this. So we met with him Why on a monthly basis. He came out for our, you know, to help um, you and your team go through planning this and then process. came out for both our monthly Actually, and our quarterly we, um, meetings. At the senior so leadership level, level, we had significant discussion um, about this. So our senior leadership was really beneficial. He met the CFO, the CEO, and then our director of HR were the people who Human Resource Department talked our, about um, this, and also certainly there was some discussion about staff. Oh, we could so probably implement this with on our regional own. directors. We, as um, part of our in each of our regions, in addition to helping us um, implement, we asked you know specifically this question. And what we realized mm -hmm. is that if we were going to implement so it, was it, a, it on it our a, own, it was a really it was going to take and, uh, us probably three times as long to implement. And we weren't even really sure if we understood all of the strategies. So when it really came down to it.
but we realized yes, that absolutely we weren't going to we be also able to found effectively out it was much more efficient. implement without we were somebody doing a who's lot of had the expertise and, you know, had a lot of the model of what on, we were doing. And so we did have quite a bit of discussion and so debate, but meeting had finally, I think kind of everyone on the team realized we it was doing. worth the investment we, um, in money to help move the, the whole team meeting forward rhythm. in the most effective so, and um, we're able efficient to way. Those and so how often did your team meet with Mike then? And, you know, people that were so we met with him on a monthly basis, you know, he came out questions for our, you know, and did our two-day annual planning and then came out for both our monthly and our quarterly meetings. over time, I think they saw particularly with morale for our monthly meetings enthusiasm was really beneficial. He met them with different staff that were embracing the process. Human resource uh, department meetings are, um, had also worked to with our fundraising you know, First of all, they're staff, at the end of the day, so, really, so and I worked with each of our regional directors or eight hours um, shift in each of our regions in addition to helping us meeting in the event all over an hour and a half or two hours that came with the four decisions tired they'd rather be home or whatever so it was a it was a it was a really structured and uh and intentional and deliberate really process and i mean you guys had to do a lot of work then it was not a quarterly goals strategic planning you're going to do it well take time really and it takes an investment theme. of energy and was, money and resources to staff time right shows. So each quarter yes, we absolutely, but um, we also found out it was much more efficient. Reinforce we were doing a lot of um, meetings were and, and what our you know, had a lot of meetings and really going on, but this was much more and it really specific. So each meeting had a specific um, kind of an you know, agenda and, that's a and what we were doing. Fifty employees we, to engage um, that many fully people. embraced so the whole meeting rhythms. So and we're able to start to cascade those down through the organization. Probably was and, you know, people that were um, certainly the most fun people and who were naysayers and, you know, had we questions or that, um, you know, $100,000 time was worth all of the effort. And but let's see, um, over time, I think they saw, particularly in regards to morale. Those are the two um, and enthusiasm from Definitely direct line Jeffrey staff and um, was the most fun. Really and then it was interesting in the process time that we um, our embraced the meetings decision model gotten to a point we where we're know, going first through a rebranding of the day and so the changing of our had worked a six or eight hour shift. And um, so what we were then able we would to do a staff meeting in the afternoon for an hour and a half or each of these hours and staff meetings, you know, people are tired, they'd rather be home. Or whatever. So we gave by doing these quarterly celebrations and really embracing the celebration of meeting our was kind of also reinforced them participating in the celebration was in the games that we did each quarter. So each quarter we so did you do a new game show to reinforce so we did daily huddles and we were able initiatives were really really cascade that down so that. And it really um, the leadership team the did organization. Um, a daily huddle, um, and then you know, and that's the a tricky thing. Directors did a daily huddle with their so what were some of the game um, team of program managers. And the program managers then so were doing we a daily Jeopardy, huddle with their Jeopardy probably staff. was by far um, so, um, um, the most a, fun and was that would the have been challenging successful. given that we did you had the, people in different um, locations, right? What is it? Right? The hundred thousand yeah, dollar so pyramid, all via. 
on the conference see. call the phone lines. So we had, that we um, you know, uh, those are the two um, through first Gmail two that come to mind. system. We were Definitely able to each Jeopardy person had their own individual. The and then it was line. interesting so at the we time to that do, we had to do it all um, by telephone the just for decision model. We also were going through a rebranding process and the changing of our organization. uh, huddles, daily huddles, us working together yeah. and marching in the so same we direction. did daily huddles so did and we were able do daily to really their, uh, cascade that down well? so that um, yeah. the leadership so team did a regional um, director daily huddle, a daily huddle with their regional directors, and then a daily huddle with their huddle with their team of program managers. Staff. And the program managers then were doing well, a daily huddle with their direct line staff. Here as um, and nonprofits as well, we don't have time for that. We're that would have been challenging given that you, oh, you it had was people tough. in different locations. We went right? around and yeah, around so we about did it. All um, my uh, a lot um, of time talking call, with lines. so we had regional um, directors, you know, uh, about um, through Gmail and our phone and really system. We were able to, to each person have their own individual you know, conference line. Really give it so we were we able to. We had to do it all via telephone for a week of the dispersed nature of our organization. I mean, but that's why this process was so and people were resistant. But over valuable time, is because it, was, it really, really focused on alignment and alignment of the organization. And, and we were in five counties in California, so based in San Diego County, travel, but also provided services in Riverside and San Bernardino County, which are adjacent counties to us. And the other two counties were Santa Cruz areas and where we were stuck, which were we way up in the northern part of the state in a way so, faster um, way. This whole Especially process is really an organization as we with alignment yeah, yeah, and I mean, that's, all that's of us the working benefit together of and marching that, in the same direction. You know, you direction. can, like you say, communication so is, is much, you know, daily huddles much, much with more clear, much more quicker, much more efficient. And, yeah. uh, and, and like that, you say, so if there are issues the regional surfacing, you know, you've got a forum a every daily day huddle to, with to their address program those managers, and then, and then the program a managers did a huddle with their issue. direct line staff. Exactly. And it was also a nice time. How hard was it to, to get them on board with that? Because one of the things that I good news, hear was I work with nonprofits. Um, so that, well, we you know, was that. there was a little busy. bit of celebration and, you know, focusing oh, on it was the good tough. that was going we on. We went around and around about it. Issues in a much um, Mike more spent a lot of time talking process. with particularly regional directors. So to the uh, executive the directors who may be listening and to this, really what, saying what you advice would you give them give about, it, uh, about their know, own planning? You had because, to I mean, really give it you know, time. You I don't know how often you've done strategic planning before, you, you know, in your organization before you engage so, um, Mike and what those we worked, experiences I mean, were like. Was, what advice would you give uh, as a former, resistant, you know, CEO to either CEOs or executive directors who are listening to this podcast as it relates to strategic planning? And people could see that information 
and oh, was able to travel through the organization much more um, quickly and consistently and check out um, this by model. talking about those areas where we were stuck. I we resolved issues in a way um, faster my way, especially as big of an organization um, actually, as we were. Um, invited yeah. me yeah, to I mean, join that's, his that's team the benefit as of the an executive that, coach. You know, and you so can, now like I'm you say, communication is, is much, you know, much, much more clear, much more what, quicker, yeah, much more efficient. The organization I was and, with uh, was and like you say, if there are issues surfacing, you know, you've got and a forum so, every day to, I would to address really those issues and then develop a, a plan of attack in terms of how, okay, how are we going to address to this issue. embrace this process. Exactly. And it was also a nice time to reinforce planning process with good that I've done in my career. Career. Um, so, so that, that I find was so valuable as part of the reason I'm excited to be able to work with other nonprofits to address issues in a much more effective way to push the process for nonprofit organizations that I want to be able to share with as many nonprofits as possible. So, to the executive directors who may be listening to this, what advice would you give? Were like, but, what advice would you give uh, yes. as a former you read it. You know, um, CEO to uh, talk, talk to the audience you know, CEOs here about, or executive directors uh, you know, who, you are, uh, who are listening to this I know podcast. you told me you really found it helpful. So, now as a coach, you've bought a bunch of copies and you plan on so giving it to your So the advice client. that I would give what, them is I would strongly encourage them and suggest that they check out this model. It's part of the reason that I actually helpful because that, um, my you know, nonprofit organization with how the book um, is actually going to be um, inviting me to join um, his team you know, as an executive coach. And so now I'm basically the Patrick Lencioni nonprofit to kind of tell you what, uh, what the organization or, I was um, with was able to do effectively. How it's actually and so, implemented. Um, and so I would really I encourage thought, you know, executive directors, CEOs of nonprofits. To you kind of understand it, process, to be able to found be it to be through a nonprofit actually implementing the process, planning that process to be very valuable that I've done in my career. And so, yeah, and I, I found um, it so valuable as part of the reason I'm excited to be able to work with other nonprofits and share with, with other nonprofits now. Because um, it is such I an effective them, tool as we start to um, talk about for nonprofit organizations, and afford I want to be able to share it with as many nonprofits of the book and say, here, this will give so you a better understanding you a shameless, of what this is really here. all about. So uh, okay. I like to share uh, it with them. I know as a part of the process, uh, yeah, because I mean, you know, as I got you in touch with my book, I've got a lot of background in working with nonprofits. You read it. Hand is CEO of Talk to the audience here about generic. You enjoyed about the book because I know you told me you really found it helpful. You know, and now as a coach, you bought no a bunch of copies and, so, and you plan on giving it to uh, your clients. As I was, you know, encouraged but by coaches you the book, to, to write a book, was, you know, that would take the planning model and gear it for nonprofits. You know, going through this process of enough strategic planning, believable fable, and then interspersed you know, the theory and the implementation of the model. That would probably be way more helpful for nonprofits. With how the book is actually going to be implemented, you know, their own strategic plan. You know, in a nonprofit. 
profit. I, you know, it's exactly. basically yes. the yeah, Patrick Lencioni model of yeah. kind of tell a parable or, or yeah. So um, now you're having fun uh, working with other nonprofits show and doing it to others. This was done and on so TV by Mike. <laughs> I thought, you know, yes, when you hear exactly. about the concepts, so yes, I'm working with my first team. You kind of understand um, and it's gone really well. We're a nonprofit actually kind of implementing the process. I found that to be very valuable. Their fiscal calendar is. I've worked with them read a the book. I actually, everyone um, in my leaders do team our two days And as I meet with nonprofit in um, April, I give them, as we start, start to pull, talk one, about the one-page strategic plan and afford this vision process, multiple I give them a copy of the book and say, here, this will give you a better understanding of what this is really all about. And so is really being encouraged to grow and profit. More and more geographic locations in San Diego. And I've got a lot of background in working with nonprofits. And that's why I wrote it that way. Because if you're going to hand a CEO of a nonprofit a kind of a generic Strategic planning, but they're going to glaze over and you know, I'm going to get bored to tears in no time, you know. And so, as I was, you know, encouraged by coaches to write a book, you know, that would take the planning model and gear it for nonprofits. You know, we're going to work on that. Actually, that's what we're working with on this monthly meeting for February. So, that would probably be way more helpful for nonprofits leaders as they kind of contemplate. And let me give you a plug now, so to people who are listening. I mean, exactly. I know this podcast yes, has most a definitely. I completely wide, wide agree. range of yeah. uh, audience across the U.S. And actually yeah. around so the now world. you're having fun uh, working but with yeah, other you're looking for somebody and, uh, who doing it to others. This was done unto you by Mike. Yes, exactly. So yes, I'm working with my first team, and it's gone really well. We're you know we're actually kind of in the pre-process because of the way their fiscal calendar is. So I've worked with them a couple of months. Thanks for your time today and for the good work you're doing and the work you did with your organization and for your planning to step out there and um, do something radical. Because their fiscal year starts July 1. Thank you for the special education school that got multiple locations in San Diego and is growing and you and Mike to be able to adapt this incredible process is really being encouraged to grow more and more geographic locations in San Diego. So thank you. And so they want to do that and both Mike and I have seen that as we've worked with clients Way. Well, and you've so seen that firsthand too. You the saw the change and it's been made in your organization when you brought in an external start coach. To make so progress. thanks They're for your time and uh, yeah, all the best in your new journeys, coaching other organizations. Um, read um, Patrick Lencioni's book on um, the um, four dysfunctions or the five dysfunctions of a team. We're going to work on that. Actually, that's what we're working with um, on this our monthly meeting for February. So we're. We're moving through the process together as a team. Yes. Well, and let me give you a plug now. So to people who are listening, I mean, I know this podcast has a wide, wide range of uh, audience across the U.S. and actually around the world. <laughs> but yeah, if you're looking for somebody who understands nonprofits and you live in the U.S. and you want to work with a good coach, don't hesitate to check Nancy out and, uh, you know, give her a call and touch base with her because she gets it from both sides. She's been through the process and now she's working at helping other nonprofits implement the process as well. So Nancy, thanks for your time today and for the good work you're doing and the work you did with your organization and for your courage to step out there and do something radical. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for the, you know, the book and the um, great, creative, innovative minds for you and Mike to be able to adapt this 
incredible process for nonprofits. It can really change the trajectory of nonprofits. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And both Mike and I have seen that as we've worked with clients, you know, and you've seen that firsthand too. You saw the change it made in your organization when you brought in an external coach. So thanks for your time. And uh, yeah, all the best in your new journeys, coaching other organizations. Thank you.